coming up on the sports side. You know me, I'm optimistic. This crap ain't over, you know. We feel crappy right now, but, you know, we are still a good football team. I got to do a better job of, of helping us to, to finish these kind of things out if you get ahead. Um, and, and that's what we're going to work hard to do as we go forward. Welcome in to another edition of the Sports Hype right here on the Sports Hype Media Network, your newest home for sports news updates. I'm Walter Thompson, and folks, another disappointing day at the office for Raider Nation. This game was the tale of two halves, a dominant first half for the Las Vegas Raiders, and we still cannot come out of there with the victory at the end of the day. Look, this game was disappointing. It was gut-wrenching. It was difficult to watch. The Raiders fall to 0-2 on the season after dropping their home opener to the Arizona Cardinals, 29-23, in an overtime, I don't even want to say overtime thriller because I feel like that's used a little too much. I felt like going into overtime, it was going to go in the favor of the Cardinals. I mean, the, the Raiders had a dominant first half. They start the game off on fire. First half, 20 points. Derek Carr absolutely doing his thing, looking like the Derek Carr of old, was in complete control of the offense, could do nothing wrong, did everything right, and you just hate to come out of here with a loss. You hate to come out of here with a loss of this magnitude in the way and the manner in which it happened. It, it was disappointing to watch as a Raiders fan. And look, I don't know where we go from here. You look back at week one against the Chargers, and we, we fought to the bitter end. And, and, and this week, you do everything right in the first half. You come out the second half, and it's almost as if the players didn't come out of the locker room. The offense got away from the original game plan. We didn't even attempt to run the ball in the second half. It, it was disappointing to say the least. I felt like in the second half, Josh McDaniels was a little too aggressive. You know, we had a 20-point lead, and most of the time, you want to run the football. You want to grind this thing out, so to speak. But McDaniels explained his thought process and the play calling in the second half, being up 20 points, warning to try to continue to keep his foot on the gas offensively. When you get a lead um, and you have a lead in the second half of, a, of an NFL game um, and you're playing offense, you, you know, you have to maintain the ability to be aggressive, even though the other team's going to maybe do some things to try to get the ball back or create some negative plays or turnovers uh, to try to swing the game back in their favor. Um, you can't, uh, you know, can't just sit there and say, let's run, 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 punt and, you know, and, you know, and, and do it that way. And again, doesn't mean you can't run the ball. But you certainly can't sit there and, you know, just hope for the game to be over. You know, you got to play offense. You got to be aggressive. Look, I, I agree with Josh McDaniels on remaining aggressive, still trying to put points on the board. I agree with that. I'm not disagreeing with him on that at all. But you have a running back, a guy who is a bona fide closer. Josh Jacobs deserved more carries in the second half than he got. Jacobs is the type of guy that will win football games for you. He will grind out this game for you. He will 
keep that clock moving when need be. And I'm not saying that he would have, but what I'm saying is you didn't give him a chance. The play calling was bad. It didn't help that the defense couldn't get off the field on third downs. But you have to understand that the team that you inherited came with a very good running back in Josh Jacobs. And you got a couple of guys that you drafted, Samir White and a couple others, that can run the football. They have a pedigree. You got these guys from Georgia and Alabama, SEC-type guys. Utilize them. Josh Jacobs is a weapon. You have him, use him. Let's take a listen to Josh Jacobs last year post-game after the overtime victory against the Chargers to close out the season and head into the playoffs. This gives you an insight on what his mindset is as a running back. I mean, when the four-minute four came um, before overtime, um, I told him, I was like, I, I'm the closer. I mean, that's what I brought me here, here for. Let me close. And um, when we got the opportunity, they tied the game in overtime. I looked at I looked at Ole. I said, it's time. And um, we, we collectively came together, offensive line, everybody, D.C., everybody. And um, we just made it happen. And again, that was Josh Jacobs at the last season's regular season finale victory over the Los Angeles Chargers. This is the type of football team you inherited. That's the type of running back you inherited. You notice what he said. He said, we as a group came together and said, let's do it. This guy has the mindset. He said it. I am the closer. Let me close the game. He didn't forget how to run the ball all of a sudden in in less than a year. You inherited a football team that can run the football. You inherited a football team that has a very powerful weapon at running back. And keep in mind, they did this without a permanent head coach at the time. And just for reference in that game against the Chargers, Josh Jacobs carried the ball 26 times for 132 yards and a touchdown. Utilize Josh Jacobs. I get you have a game plan. I get you have a way of doing things. But sometimes you just got to use common sense. And I'm not, and like I said, I'm not saying he would have won the game for you or he would have had a lot of success running the ball. But in this game, look, he had 19 carries for 69 yards. I, th- I think he had a little success running the ball. The later this game went, there should have been an effort coming out of that locker room and saying, hey, guys, let's put them to rest. Let's run the ball. Let's get this thing done. Let's grind it out. And if it, if it got to the point where it got close again, then you open the offense back up. You still got Devontae Adams. You still got Hunter Renfro. You still got Darren Waller. You know, those guys are still there, but you don't need to force the ball to them when you're up by 20 points. And, and, uh, and you're just trying to get out of here with a victory. Utilize the weapons, man. And I want to be very clear. I want to be very clear with, with the Raider Nation and anybody who's listening to this. I'm not here to talk down on Josh McDaniels. I still believe in Josh McDaniels. I still believe Josh McDaniels is the right guy for the job. I think Raider Nation is frustrated because we had high expectations. He had high expectations as well. And through the first two games... We've had some problems, right? The first game, we were down and fought our way back and tried to come back and win the game and fell short. This game, we're on the opposite end of the spectrum. We're up 20 points at halftime. And now the Cardinals, they were able to do what we weren't able to do last week, come back and win the football game. And McDaniels talked about that, you know, about being on one end of the spectrum. And then the next week, the script is flipped on you. We've had two completely different scripts here in the first two weeks. You know, we were behind at halftime by a couple touchdowns, and now we're ahead by three. You know, 
and we're gonna have to figure out you know how to learn from both of those and and do it better the next time all right we're gonna we're gonna leave josh mcdaniels alone for the day look obviously he understands that this team still has some work to do he he still has some things he needs to figure out as a head coach and we're only two games in let's move on to Derek carr Derek carr had a much better week this week um much cleaner football game a much more familiar outing for Derek carr this week even though in a loss dc had a pretty good game he was 25 of 39 252 yards two touchdowns and he was sacked one time he had a qbr rating of 53.7 not great but not terrible um I give the offensive line a lot of credit this week for for keeping them upright. Like I said, they gave up one sack, but like I, I you know, like I said, we talked about them last week, and you know, five sacks. You go from giving up five sacks to one. That's progress. Uh, they made a lot of progress this week, and hopefully, they continue to get better as as we move forward. But DC had a good game. He um he he distributed the ball very well. And we're talking about all in the first half. Um, Mac Hollins, five receptions, 66 yards. Um, he was targeted eight times. Hunter Renfro, seven receptions, 59 yards. Uh, Darren Waller, six six receptions, 50 yards. Um, Foster Moreau even got into action, three receptions for 30 yards. Devontae Adams, only two receptions, 12 yards in this game. He had a touchdown, though, a touchdown early in the game. D.C. targeted seven different receivers. He even got Josh Jacobs a 12-yard pass. I just don't know what happened in the second half, you know. I don't know what happened in the second half. But we went away from that. I mean, he looked like he had a good clip going. He targeted Devontae Adams seven times, and Devontae only pulled two of them in it. But I felt like, you know, the rest of the guys were doing their part. And it's like the second half, we just went away from it. We went away from what was working, and yes, I know that the defense is going to adjust and they're going to start to do some things. That's when Josh McDaniels to adjust what's going on. And I just didn't see that happen. Like they came out second half and it looked to me, and I was just me, it looked like the Cardinals made a conceited effort to say, you know what, we're not going to let you beat us passing the football. And McDaniels, in his mind, it was, I'm going to pass. I'm going to keep doing, I'm going to, I'm going to keep forcing the issue. The DBs start to clean it up a little bit. Like, you know, there were some passes where DC was forcing it a little bit. There were some situations where I felt like we were in a running situation, but we stayed aggressive trying to pass the football. And like I said, I just talked about Josh Jacobs giving him the football and allowing him to run the ball. We It just seems like we went a couple of drives where we didn't even try. It was three and out, three and out, three and out. You know, at some point, you got to run the ball. You got to start to burn a little clock, not necessarily giving up, but you got to start to try to push the time in your favor. And for us, man, our offense was off the field for about 30 minutes in real time. That's no good. So when they finally did get the ball back and get into overtime, they were out of sync. Now, they didn't move the ball, but, you know, Hunter fumbling the ball twice. We'll talk about that in a second. But, yeah, (laughs) D.C., throwing the ball behind Devontae Adams, almost getting it picked. The second half, we just were a different football team. And D.C. was asked about the second half and and, and what was actually going on out there and and why things didn't continue as they did in the first. Uh, We did not execute each play with uh, the detail, I think, that we should have the way that we did in the first half. Um, You know, just one thing here, one thing there, and it looks like a bad play, and we're this close to having another good half. 
you know, there was a couple of times, um, you know, looking for someone downfield or this or that, and one one thing messes up, and that's a bad play, you know. And so it goes back to what coach says: do do our job, and uh, no matter what the score is, if you just do your job at the end, it'll take care of itself. I'm sure when we watch the film, it'll be like, you know, over and over again, that'll be a theme. As bad as this team played in the second half, the defense still gave us an opportunity. Now, the defense was partly one of the biggest reasons why we're in this situation. The defense gave up 23 points in the second half, including two two-point conversions and a, a situation where Kyler Murray made our defense look like idiots by playing backyard football, running around for about 20 seconds, and finally completing a two-point conversion. I don't even want to talk about that. We'll talk about that later on in the week. But as bad as we played in overtime, the team showed up, the defense at least. The defense showed up. They, they got the stop, got us the ball back, and put the ball in Derek Carr's hands in the offense. And we were moving down the field, and then, then some things happened. And D.C. explained, like, they got the ball, they moved down the field and tried to get in field goal range, but they just couldn't get it done. You know, we hit a couple play, a run, nice run. Uh, we hit Hunter. Uh, you know, we, we we were moving it down there, getting into Daniel's range, and I, I thought we had a chance, man. And it, it's just hard the way that it, it went uh, at the end. There in overtime, it got a little dicey for us. Um, it got crazy down there as we were trying to go down there and score that that overtime drive. Look, we had our opportunities. Um, you know, Derek Carr had a, a pass to Hunter Renfro on third down and three on our own forty-four uh, for eleven yards, and Renfro fumbled the ball. Um, it was recovered by uh, Foster. Foster recovered it at the Arizona 39. And then from there, Carr uh, threw a short pass to Devontae Adams, the one that almost got picked. Then after that, Carr went right back to Hunter Renfro, and, and Renfro fumbled the ball again. Look, I don't know. I'm not blaming Hunter. There are confirmed reports that Hunter Renfro was being evaluated for a concussion. We'll keep an eye on that for the rest of the week. But he he got he got tagged two times. He got tagged within two minutes. He got tagged pretty hard. Um, look, at, and, and I'm not blaming Hunter Renfro for this game. Hunter Renfro has won a lot of games for the Las Vegas Raiders in his time in the Silver and Black. So he had a he had two bad plays right there. I'm not so sure we should have kept going to him. He was targeted at least three times in that overtime drive, and I get it. Third and Renfro, you'll you'll bet your house on it, right? But I think Arizona knew he was getting the ball too. And when they hit him the first time and he fumbled it and we got it back, they knew if they go to him again, they're going to try to take it from him. And they executed it to perfection. And, and, and look, Hunter's not a big guy. He's tough as nails. But in that situation – I think once he fumbled it the first time and we got away from it, look, we were at the 39-yard line. When, when, when Foster recovered it, we were at the 39. Um, you got you to gotta run the ball there, man. You got to run the ball and give Daniel Carson an opportunity to win the football game for you. So some bad, bad play calling there in the end kind of got us. And, look, they, you know, he fumbled it the second time, and um, they picked it up, and they took it in for the touchdown. So, look. Not the way we wanted that game to end, but opportunities, man, opportunities. And we missed them, and we just got to do better. We got to clean things up. We got to get better. Look, I said that defense, our defense played terrible. They played terrible. They they put us in a situation. Look, when the offense spots you 20 points at halftime, 
There's no way you should lose that football game. And we can talk about all the other teams around the league on Sunday that 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 lost leads or gave up huge leads. We can do that. But we're not talking about those teams. We're talking about our Las Vegas Raiders. We're better than that. You know, when you get a 20 point lead, close the doors to the barn and we head home with a victory. And we didn't do that yesterday. Josh McDaniels has got work to do. The players have got to do a better job. And, and we as fans have also got to do a better job of supporting this football team. I know a lot of people want to give up right now. A lot of people want to throw this team out the window. But it's only two games. It's only two games. Um, we got plenty of football games left to play. The, the talent is there. We just got to we gotta win some football games. That's it for today's episode of the Sports Hype. Later on this week, we'll talk more about the Raiders as they prepare for week three against the Tennessee Titans. And I promise you, we'll take a look at what's going on in college football, especially what's brewing in Jackson, Mississippi, with Coach Prime and the JSU Tigers. We'll have that and much more right here on the Sports Hype, a part of the Sports Hype Media Network.